In this episode of Next Best Customer, we have Jeremy Boutonnet, Marketing Manager over at Nextiva, join us. Uh, I've known Jeremy for a long time. He's just absolutely brilliant uh, when it comes to just thinking about content. So content strategy, promotion, and some of the tough things, which are really the tactics behind you know, how you get articles put together, how you think about publishing and developing content, and how you get the most people to see it. So absolutely make sure you listen to this. Follow Jeremy on LinkedIn. He's absolutely brilliant, and he really knows what he's talking about from a content perspective. So with that, let's get into the show. So hi, everyone. It's Blake Johnston with Outbound View. Thanks again for joining us on Next Best Customer. Really excited today. I have Jeremy Boutonnet, Jeremy's uh, marketing manager over at Nextiva. Jeremy, how are we doing? I'm great, Blake. I'm great. I'm here in sunny Florida right now. Can't, can't complain, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I love your background because uh, everyone <laughs> has fake backgrounds now, but yours is actually legit. It's much better than my you know, clo- closed-in dark office that I have here. So uh, you've, got the, um, you've got the Warren Buffett picture in the background, though, and stuff. You've got, you got some good stuff going on, Johnny Cash. Yeah, yep. you have to when you're, when you're in Nashville, right? So, right. Um, well, cool. Well, uh, uh, really excited to have you on for a lot of reasons. I mean, we met a couple years ago and you really changed the way that kind of I thought about our content marketing and I thought about demand generation. Um, you know, I uh, historically, I know outbound really well, tactically no paid in some of those things, but the way that, uh, that you go about things, I think is how every marketer should go about things. And I think about, uh, you know, our interactions. And if I was trying to hire a marketer, I would try and hire someone exactly like you. So um, that's why I wanted to have you on. I really wanted to just pick your brain on a couple different things, right? Uh, uh, Think about, you know, PR or thought leadership, but really what it comes down to is brand awareness, right? Mm -hmm. Like how do you get your brand in front of, uh, in front of as many people as possible? So give us a little background on you on Nextiva, and then I'd love to just jump right in. Yeah, absolutely, Blake, and excited to be chatting with you again, man. You know, uh, we go back a little bit, so it's, it's going to be on. Uh, Jeremy Boutonnet, been in marketing for six years. I have an unorthodox marketing background. I had no real marketing experience up until about six years ago. I was brought on as a first business team hire at a startup called Ambition, um, and sort of hit the ground running. We had two customers, just rates raised some seed capital money, but over four years helped us scale to a series A with really no marketing budget to speak of and only one additional marketing hire during the time I was there. Um, learned a ton there and then um, went on to do my own thing for a year, uh, had my own company consulted and then joined Nextiva, uh, the largest software company in Arizona, We're one of the leaders in uh, cloud communications, cloud phone service. Uh, about a year ago on a great team there with Yaniv Masjedi, uh, Gaetano Donardi, some real all-stars, and we're, we're building, you know, what we think is going to be one of the biggest, best tech companies on the planet. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been an unorthodox road, though. I, uh, you know, did not have a traditional marketing background, didn't really have a traditional marketing experience, you know, coming straight into a, a B2B tech startup and uh, just sort of figuring everything out on my own. So um, I'm, I'm happy to impart some wisdom here, hopefully. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's the best way because I think a lot of marketers are in that position, right? Where it's kind of like a just go figure it out type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's awesome. Well, uh, so I want to maybe use the example of how you how you helped us, and then you know I'd just love to pick your brain across the board and any anything else you want to add. Obviously, jump in. So uh, I came to you and I was like, I have a content piece. We're doing really good work in a certain area, like basically what do we do like i can you know throw up a bunch of stuff on paper on how we should do it what are the fundamentals but it doesn't really matter how great of a piece i put together if nobody sees it do you just want to talk to through kind of your thoughts on how you create content um and where that goes from a a distribution perspective as well yeah absolutely so content you really you know I, i learned this at ambition you know we we wrote i wrote personally, like 700 pieces of content probably <laughs> for a blog, for other websites. We had eBooks, we had webinars, we had everything. And you know, what, what I found there and what's proven out and now what we do as price at Nextiva is we really focus on what, what our customers care about. It starts with reverse engineering. You go and you look at what do your customers care about? Why do they buy you? You know, what, what problems are they solving, et cetera? Where can you add value? And, Every piece of content you, sh- you create should be reverse engineered from that to a specific pain point. So, for example, uh, at Nextiva, our biggest ebook we just launched, uh, the 2020 Business Communication Report, we actually surveyed over a thousand of our customers and found out what were the biggest challenges you're facing with business communication, what tools are you using, what you know, are the successes you're seeing. And, you know, crafted that into this sort of massive report that really speaks to what's happening in the market in general. So that's the whole idea is um, I think when you're creating content is you need to start with like, what do your customers care about? And then you want to create something that is really powerful, is something that has really proprietary value that your company can bring and then disseminate it and, you know, disseminating it is is as much of the battle as creating it uh distribution is is can be very challenging um so some of the ways we do that are we leverage free channels we leverage linkedin we guest posts on other sites you can take a chapter uh from an ebook you write and you can spin it out into a guest article or an article on your site or you can pitch it to um to press or whatever you need to do but I'm, a, I'm all for getting as much value out of a single piece of content you create as possible, just wringing every piece of value from it. And so yep. um, that's the way I think about it, man. We, we did the same thing for our ebook, right? And we got, we got a great result with that. Yeah, it's funny how, uh, you know, how much you can actually chop up one piece of content. Uh, whether it's a podcast, an ebook, uh, you know, all of it can go back to promoting, but there's all these small little nuggets inside. I think one of the uh, things that the best marketers I've ever worked with have is they're like incredible project managers. Like you can take one little thing and it's broken into a hundred little mini projects uh, and staying on top of those is just, it's such a challenge, right? It's just so difficult. And if you're doing that across lots of pieces of content, lots of other things. It's just, it's it's a lot to manage. Yeah, it is, man. So you, you want to get, you put a lot of work into creating content. The next thing you want to do is you want to get it in front of as many eyeballs as it needs to get in front of. 
Um, I'll give you one example too. We are uh, in the midst of running a massive webinar campaign with all of our customers. In the last three weeks, we've had 3,500 Nextiva customers attend a product webinar. And all we're doing is we've taken three videos walking through, here's how to navigate this uh, aspect of the, Next of the Nextiva platform. Because one of the big values of our platform is we let you communicate from home. We have call forwarding, we have a, you know, an app so you can take your business calls on your cell phone, you can't be at your office, there's no desk phone. So right. um, we're in the process of, of helping all of our customers use these features. So we're just running these webinars over and over and over again and creating new ones intermittently that cover a different part of the platform. And we're putting it in front of our customers just to say, hey, if you need help with this, you want to learn how to use this, don't call support, don't worry about that. We're going to have this webinar and we're going to have technicians on the webinar with you who are going to answer your questions live. So you're going to answer yep. your question guaranteed in this webinar and you're going to learn everything you know. So yeah. it's, it's stuff like that that really, you know, can have the maximum impact. And that's a classic example of what's your customers need, like what sort of content before, you know, anything else and trying to be a quote unquote thought leader. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, it's, uh, it's funny when you, when you think about it in that way, uh, because if you're actually solving their exact problems, right. Uh, marketing helps in so many different areas, but retention is one that people don't think about quite a bit, but like you're getting people that can no longer go into their office. They have a distributed team. And if that does not go well, you've lost customers. Like they are never coming back or they're going to figure out how to switch immediately. And so everything that you're doing before that gets put on hold and it's like, you're going to do this, but we're going to do it for, you know, the internal customers. So that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And, you know, people think about, sorry, I have to do a sports analogy here because I, I, it's pathological. So people think about marketing in terms of offense only, like offense, how do we get new customers? How do we acquire new customers? It's all about the funnel, right? But yep. marketing also is crucial for playing defense and helping your existing customers by somehow improving their experience, whether it's creating content, whether it's, you know, reaching out and like saying, would you give us a review, by the way, here's like a gift card for doing that or like, you know, something else or, you know, thanking, even just thanking them for being a right. customer, you know, and asking what can we do to help you? Like there's just, there's all kinds of little ways to, to do that. And you're going to see that's where you can get some real extra, very important value from marketing. Yeah, for sure. So when you uh, get into happy customers equal referrals, I mean, it's just so mm -hmm. much easier, you know, so much easier than going and finding net new. Um, I, I'd love to pick your brain as we think about content and you're designing out content, think this ebook or, or whatever else, how much are you thinking about distribution during the design? Like at what point do you start thinking about, you know, how am I going to promote this? You know, it's, it's funny because we, it, it really depends on, on what the content is. If, if it's a blog post, we're focused on SEO with it you know like we're this is designed for seo we, we there is a plan but it's we're focused we're going to do this around it if there's a ebook we're going to you know break up and do this around it. It, it it's almost built into it's funny it's almost like subconscious at this point when we're thinking about the content creation process you know like we're not like like everything is so ingrained into into you know the whole point is for people to see it right so there's some stuff though where it's like 
this is another example of, of distribution. We, we just had a great customer success story. We were asked to help run two virtual telethons uh, by two different United Way chapters in the last few weeks. One was the United Way of Greater Los Angeles. One was the United Way of Greater Triangle in Raleigh-Durham. So huge success, raised over $2.65 million total. They came to us, we got them set up in 72 hours. They couldn't do a traditional phone bank, so they had to you know, have people basically use our cloud phone system to take calls remotely. And right. they, were, they were very, they were so pumped up about the results, they were you know, emailing back and forth with us. Huh? And I got the sense like they're down for, you know, like we can really take the ball and run with this. So I, I reached out and pitched Forbes, like someone at Forbes, hey, can we, you know, this is a great story, man. This is United Way coming together with, with a company to do this whole new type of telethon, you know, and it ended up getting picked up and, and they ran with it. But, you know, you have to be nimble and you have to think about distribution with everything you can get. You have to be opportunistic, you know, like if you have a customer who loves you, who's a big name, who's just singing your praises, you need to, you know, ask for a, would you be willing to do like a testimonial video, you know, in yep. the moment that they're really happy. And, um, you know, that's, that's like, that's the absolute key. Another example of that is we had a customer out of Nashville who was singing our praises on Twitter and our CMO directed me to it. We, I started engaging her cause I was like, I've got Tennessee roots and had this whole conversation, you know, and sort of built this, you know, relationship. And, you know, what ended up happening was she ended up being our first video review on G2 crowd, which is the number one, you know, review website for software like ours. And that was a major win for us. And she gave us this effusive five-star review, but it's because she got great support from our team. She, when she shouted us out on Twitter, we engaged her, you know, and we engaged her in a real way. We didn't just say, hey, thanks. We tried to like, I, I engaged her like a human to human level, you know? Yep. And, and the serendipitous benefits are going to emerge every time you do that. It's going to be a referral. It's going to be a, a review. It's going to be something where you're not even, the customer on their own, is going to do stuff you can push them to try to do stuff and then they will also do stuff on their own you know right. that's marketing's job is to make is to to really be a, a key engineer of that stuff and it's fun too because you're dealing with you're dealing with happy customers you know it's right it's one of the best parts of the job so you should be looking for opportunities to do that it's yeah uh, you know uh, you couldn't you couldn't normally explain like that's what I love about like some of the stuff that you guys do. It's like, this isn't scalable, right? There's no, there's no way to put this into a software and do this 500 times. Like you have to actually get out. You have to actually build a genuine relationship. Uh, you have to actually have interactions like a person rather than just, you know, sending a bunch of things out there and hoping it works. Like those are the times when uh, you're typically getting your best results. Yeah, absolutely, man. You can't, I'm such a firm believer and you can't like replace relationships, you know, like you would never want to. The relationships you have and you build with your customers, with key influences in your industry, with, you know, the press, whoever, you know, those are like, those are gold, you know, like, cause they're go that's what's yeah. going to get you. That's so much more valuable than I got the scale process where I can cold, cold email, you know, 50,000 people, you know, like that, yeah. that, that, that's going to lead you absolutely nowhere. And, um, yeah. and it's, you know, it's, it's, if you think about it, it's intuitive. It's like, how would you, it's the golden rule. How would you want to be treated? 
you know, and you can, I just think about my own life. If somebody is reaching out to me with a genuine relationship, you know, I'm down to do anything for them. You know, if they ask me to do something, I'll do them a favor, do them a solid, you know, or I'll shout out a, a company that's been really good to me. I did it last week on LinkedIn, you know, I shout out webinar.net, we've been running webinars with, um, you know, cause they've been great to us. So yeah. that's, that's the, that's the nature of the, of the beast. And, uh, it's, it's critical, man, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's, that's a very key I, insight. I remember kind of a, a light switch going off when we were working together. Um, as we started to think about kind of distribution and we were designing it, you were kind of mentioning people along the way that you're like, they would love this content. This would be perfect. Uh, and then as you started reaching out, everybody was just like, yes, sure, I'll help with whatever. That was purely based on relationships. And we, I mean, we, I made some pretty significant changes in uh, specifically our industry that we're in. Like uh, I immediately started reaching out to competitors, you know, immediately started reaching out to just other people and saying, look, at the end of the day, we're all just trying to make clients happy, right? Like we're not actually competitors. Yes, we do the same thing, but I'll never lose a deal to you and you'll never lose a deal to me. Like we lose deals to people doing nothing. So let's get together. Let's talk about what we're doing. And those relationships have turned into just, you know, a lot of different things, you know, whether they're marketing related or personal related, like they're genuine, right? And and you can go to those people because you're not asking them for more money. You're not doing anything else. It's just you're trying to get better, they're trying to get better type thing. Yeah, and that's, it's it's not just, you know, me, like our whole company, like Gaetan Denardi and Yaniv, you know, it's, they do the same thing, man. Like it's, it's and then when you like, you, if you're building a marketing team, having a team where the people have really powerful, strong relationships is actually like, that. that is a really unheralded, unsung value that like a hidden value that people have you know, and uh, the ability to create new relationships too. And you do that by being an authentic, awesome person. Gaetano doesn't get thousands and thousands of likes on LinkedIn because like he automated it. It's because he's built all these real relationships and he has yeah. really valuable things to say. You know, you need same thing. Our, our CEO, Thomas Gorney, same thing, you know. So that's that's the value of it right there. Yeah. So um, yeah. Strive to build that's real awesome. relationships. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a thing. <laughs> it's not something from an outside uh, perspective that you would think is that important in marketing, right? If you asked other executives, what are some of the most important attributes in marketing? You know, they'd be like design uh, or you know, just like all these things that don't actually matter and don't actually move the needle and you can outsource for, you know, 20 bucks an hour. <laughs> So that's interesting. Hey, I, one thing that I do want to also uh, just pick your brain on and get, uh, get your thoughts on is I noticed that everything that you guys do at Nextiva and you, we've talked about it uh, back in the day is just all about highlighting customers, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like uh, half the time I don't, I never, you know, if I didn't know what you guys did based on, uh, you know, our relationship, this is purely like information that's about how awesome the customer did and what they put together. And you guys do a lot of that in marketing. Could you talk a little bit about how you guys think about highlighting customers and, you know, kind of some of the benefits you see from that? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So my my philosophy on marketing, and people don't know me, I have a I actually have a law degree. I have a I start out in law. And the one big thing I took from that was the implied in marketing was it's it's no different trying to sell somebody something that is trying to get a, a judge to rule in your favor in a case. You need to, you know, have precedent, you know, show precedent and then show how the facts of your case you know, match that precedent. So, um, you know, really highlighting customers who succeed is all about showing precedent. Like here's a customer who used us to solve X problem in X industry. And they, you know, got these results, X business outcomes from this. And what you're doing there is you're showing so-and-so, you know, prospect who's coming in, Hey, here's a customer who, and the more of these you have, the more you can have them where they are direct fits for people coming in. Here's a customer who had the same problems you had, who looks just like you, was looking for the exact same thing. They came to Xtiva and they got what they wanted out of it. Yep. You know, and um, that's the whole notion of that is, is your customers the important, is the whole important thing, right? Like the whole reason you're in business is to make your customers happy. And showing how they were successful is what is going to convince other people to buy your product. You know, yeah. It was sorry to interrupt. It was a super important call out, and I do think that there's a difference. And I I learned this from you. You uh, you talk a lot about what their prominent problem is up front, and highlight that as much as the results. Because like you know, a lot of times you'll see your results like they had five hundred percent more revenue. Like there's all of these numbers that kind of don't mean anything. But if you can, <laughs> right. you know, right? It's like well is that good? I, I don't know what their starting point was, but if you can really lay out and I can realize that that person has the same problem that I have. And I assume if they're doing some type of joint marketing, next Steve solved it or whoever solved it. Like that's a really critical piece is building that up front a lot more than the results piece. Um, oh, it I is. think it's assumed, you know, I think it's purely assumed. It is man. I mean like case in point right now, COVID is the perfect situation. We have, Customers just flying in the door because they need a you know business phone system that's going to let them work from home. You know we have yeah. an app that where you can take calls from home. You know we have call forwarding. We have all these systems, all these features that are literally built to enable you know remote connectivity with your colleagues and your customers. And that's the whole yeah. premise of Nextiva. But the big problem is you know people need to work from home. They need to work from home fast. So we're like fast track building out like customer testimonials, you know, and case studies and Forbes articles and whatever show showing here's how our customers are using Nextiva, you know, to successfully transition to work from home because the problem is what is driving people to you. You know, even yeah. if they like want X result, the problem is what's going to push them to buy the product. You know, yep. like I want to I you know want to make a million dollars a year. You know, like, it's great that you make a million dollars a year, but like, what are the, what are the things that are like standing in my way to do that? And how do I overcome them? And how are you going to help me overcome them? That's the, that's the key. So, you know, that's, that's the selling point right there. Um, yeah. So that's, that's sort of the whole premise is, is you need to think about the problems your customers are having. You need to think about yourself as how are we providing the solution? It's very simple. Yeah. I mean, if from a marketing perspective, all you did was highlight customers and that was it, it would be better than 90% of what anyone else puts out, right? I mean, it's right. just... 
exactly because you can list your features out but like and that's important you need to have obviously a great pricing page you need to have great you know all that stuff too and compelling product videos etc but you know where the rubber meets the road is showing those in context of like how how they're working like how are they actually being yep. used you know yeah, for sure. like it's storytelling versus just a list you know what's people are drawn to stories you know they want they want the story and um that's that's the whole idea yeah i love uh the best example of a story is i forget which book this uh this is from but um i have young kiddos and so uh if you ask your kids after school uh you know how was your day like they just do nothing right like they just, they just be like uh recess uh math something happened <laughs> like <laughs> Maybe this is just my kids. Uh, or, but if you say, tell me a story, <laughs> tell me a story about your day. Like they just completely, it goes into a different, you know, goes into a completely different world. And so that, that, that word story means a lot, you know, it does. It's, uh, it's just kind of built in, you know, it just is it, what it is. It is. And it's the, it's the classic hero's journey, you know, mythos, which is, if you like look that up, if you're not familiar with it, it's, it's, every like epic, you know, saga from like Star Wars to the Matrix to like Lord of the Rings, it's all the same narrative arc. But the hero's journey, your customers are the heroes. You're just the guy that's helping them go on their journey yeah. to success. And so you need to constantly think about things that way. And yeah. uh, you'll get, your marketing will be infinitely better as a result. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. Well, Jeremy, this has been amazing. Uh, I So, you know, just to, to recap, it's funny because I know how tactically good you are behind the scenes with everything else like SEO and everything else. But I mean, at a high level, right, you're talking a ton about adding value all the time. We're talking about focusing on customers. We're talking about being thoughtful about distribution and not just creating content and throwing it up on your blog. And then and then that's it, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, you know it's there's a lot of moving pieces to make it all work and like you mentioned there's a lot of project management to happen but at the end of the day all of those components have to work for anybody to actually see it you know what i mean yeah you're exactly right you know you have to be conscious about where's your effort going and you know i mean you see stuff on linkedin sometimes and if it frustrates me with like an sdr will be trying to be a thought leader or something like that on LinkedIn, that's probably not the right way to do it. You need to have, you know, you need to be conscious about how, you know, you're, you're putting content out there and, and where, what is the end game? What is the end goal of everything that, that you're doing? And um, if you think about it that way, what's the end game and you're efficient and you try as hard as you can to be efficient with the content you put out and you think customer first with, everything you're doing, you know, that's where, you know, things are going to happen. And then the, and the last thing I will say is it does help to be seen and to be, you know, frequently adding value. So being visible, you know, and being out there and you've done a great job. I see you on LinkedIn now all the time. You, you do a great job contributing and, and building relationships and stuff like that. So be looking for, for those, those moves, you know, with whatever you're doing. And the last point I'll make where you can like add all this together it's like building real relationships, right? Like we took this state business communication report. We partnered with one of our top partners. Polly is one of our co-distributors of it, an AISP, American Association of Instant Sales Pros, and our co-distributor. 
So we're amplifying our distribution networks now because we're partnering with them. And, you know, that's, that's the sort of way to think about that. It's, it's all, yeah. if you do it right, everything is, is part of this efficient, like, like wheel that's turning. So don't, don't waste your effort, be as efficient as possible and, and you'll be, you'll be good to go. I love it. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for joining as always. I uh, just love picking your brain on this stuff. Uh, what, what's the easiest, easiest way for people to get a hold of you? Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, um, linkedin.com backslash Boudinet. Uh, feel free to reach out to me. I love to connect with people. I love to meet people. You know, it's funny, man. I get so many like LinkedIn pitches as messages. If somebody comes in with not a pitch, but like, hey, like I enjoyed your podcast with Blake. Like I'm like so thrilled. I'll like respond like very fast. Like, thank you. <laughs> you know, so um, <laughs> so feel free to send me on there. You can email me jeremy.boudinet at nicksteva.com. You know, there's 5,000 marketing softwares out there. And so I can only imagine how much you're getting hammered by, <laughs> you know, every single marketing software in the world. So, all right, cool. Well, thanks so much, Jeremy. Appreciate it as always. Yep. Thank you, Blake. All right, later. Take care.